Hey there, Irvine. You are tuning in to your favorite radio station, KUCI, 88.9 FM in Irvine. And the show that you are tuning in to now on this 4 o'clock hour is Activism for Amateurs. I'm your host, Lauren Q, and this show is for uh, students who are interested in activism and advocacy or just want to make a difference and for community members as well who are interested in activism and advocacy. So uh, it's very social justice oriented, uh, very community organizing um, oriented. So uh, that's a little bit about the show. And if you'd like to check out the show website to see other uh, guests that we've hosted on the show, you can go to activismforamateurs.kuci.org. For the topic that we have today... We are talking about uh, the current immigration reform movement that is going on uh, here in Southern California, and uh, it's pretty much pretty much spread out from uh, more of the Long Beach areas all the way up to the San Francisco areas, and even just. Um, a little bit more north of that, at least for what I know here in Southern California. And I'm sure immigration reform is um, a hot topic, as it still is in many other regions of the U.S. and around the world. But uh, for the show today, we are going to focus on immigration reform uh, here in Southern California, uh, predominantly in cities such as Long Beach, in the Long Beach area. So I wanted to highlight a specific organization um, or a coalition that is doing a lot of work on immigration reform here in SoCal. So uh, the organization I want to talk about today is the Southern California Immigration Coalition, and uh, otherwise known as uh, SCIC. And uh, this includes a variety of different immigrant rights advocacy groups um, that address the Gang of Eight immigration proposal. Um, for the most part, this organization is really good in their organizing. They're very inclusive, and they like inviting other organizations to join the cause, which is important for any type of community organizing that you would do on the grassroots level, um, especially in urban cities such as Long Beach. So it's been a pretty successful coalition that they have going on. So uh, I will just uh, present you with some information that I have from their press release so the Southern California Immigration Coalition, along with other progressive immigrant and workers' rights groups, are calling attention to the Gang of Eight's proposal, a call on immigration reform supporters to join the coalition. And um, we have a May 1st march coming up and a rally in opposition to the Gang of Eight proposal. Coalition groups will demand a reform package that includes legalization for all, an end to the raids and all deportations, and no guest worker program. And with that, I will read to you a quote. Despite the promise to reform our immigration systems this year by the President and both Houses of Congress, Washington has seen fit to ignore the contributions already made by our undocumented community in this country, choosing instead to punish hardworking families with fines, back taxes, and separating families to wait in line, said Blanca Guzman, a high school teacher and member of the Association of Raza Educators. This May 1st, we will join the SCIC 
and the community to send a message to Washington with organized labor and other immigration rights groups who support immigration reform package that we will not sit idly by and allow any of them to punish our families any further. So that was a quote, um, again, said by Blanca Guzman in this um, press release that um, I have right here about current immigration reform. And uh, this grassroots movement um, is not only made up of teachers, but a lot of students are involved, a lot of union organizations, labor groups, uh, activists, whether they are affiliated with an organization or more independent. Um, it includes community volunteers, artists, uh, women's rights advocacy groups. So it, it, it covers a wide variety of different groups, including the LGBTQ community. Um, they've been very outspoken on this issue. So... Uh, that's what's currently going on, and um, so uh, they had a press conference this past Tuesday on April 16 um, over at the Edward R. Royal Ball Federal Building in L.A., and uh, that's basically what it was about, and um, there was a rally that was included with that also. So immigration reform has been an issue that's been uh, ongoing for a very long time, obviously, um, but... I think this is a good message, especially for the show, that there are still um, there's still a lot of movement and a lot of organizing that is going on in our different urban cities and in different parts of the U.S., especially here in Southern California, where we have a high population of immigrants, especially undocumented citizens and undocumented workers um, who are living here and who undergo a lot of uh, difficulties in regards to um, getting jobs or getting education, getting what they need in order to um, move upward in um, social mobility. But um, anyway, um, that's why we were talking about it today. And um, with that, I wanted to present to all of you listening um, a short segment from KPFK. And this segment um, is from KPFK radio station um, in Berkeley. So... Uh, this is uh, 94.1 in Berkeley, and I just wanted to play this for you really quick because it does highlight some of the work that has been going on in Long Beach. Um, so here uh, in this segment that you're about to hear is a Long Beach activist um, answered Mayor Bob Foster's annual city address with their own. Uh, they dubbed the people state of the city to counter what they say is the mayor's self-congratulatory speech. Speakers also mentioned that working families continue to struggle despite the city's claims that they are moving forward. So take a listen to this. Over 300 Long Beach residents gathered at Grace United Methodist Church for the second annual People's State of the City. Mayor Bob Foster gave the official city address at the Long Beach Performing Arts Centre in January. In response, the Long Beach Coalition for Good Jobs and a Healthy Community held their own gathering. Janine Pierce, community organiser with Lane, the Los Angeles Alliance for a New Economy, helped organise the event. The mayor hosts his state of the city every year. The city councils host the state of the city. And this was our opportunity to say, this is our reality. It's not the reality that you're painting. Uh, our reality is poverty, it's environmental justice issues, it's immigration. During the event, participants were divided into groups where community members had the chance to offer their ideas on affordable housing, the local environment, good jobs, healthy neighborhoods, immigrant rights and education. Also on the agenda was the unionization of the city's two hired hotels, the recently agreed California Faculty Association contract, the first contract deal for port drivers in over 30 years, 
and the successful living wage initiative that sets a $13 an hour minimum wage for hotel workers. Despite these successes, the city continues to experience widespread social ills and poverty. Nesta Herente is the pastor at Grace United Methodist Church. The issue on poverty, you know, it's deplorable uh, that we hear that one out of two children, a child is in poor condition. We be, have begun to see uh, families, homeless families now. So we have programs that we are, we are doing and expanding. During Mayor Bob Foster's state of the city, he addressed pension reform, the fluctuating economic revival, and the upturn in development projects that are set to generate thousands of new jobs. Foster also celebrated the award-winning neighbourhoods, the inclusion of the city's LGBT community, and many other positive achievements. Yet for many, the story remains bleak. Long Beach's activist community says the city is dealing with an unemployment rate of 11%, a high homicide rate, poor education indicators, and notoriously low voter engagement. Christine Pettit, with the Long Beach Time Exchange, says that voter engagement should be the focus for the city's activists. Where we're at right now is a real turning point where you have these groups linking up, working with each other, and that organizing is really expanding in our city. As we start connecting with each other, we start to see how our issues are overlapping. We've seen in Long Beach that those who vote and those who are represented in our city are not representative of the city as a whole. The coalition plans to hold civic training and engagement workshops over the summer. They hope these will help mobilize more activists and get residents more involved. Alright, so that was a little bit um, about the about what's going on um, in Long Beach. And um, again, um, the, uh, the source of this is from KPFK 94.1 FM in Berkeley. Um, just using the soundbite to give you an example of what the news is doing um, to highlight this story. And um, that was BBC News, as you heard. So um, with that, just a little bit about um, Gang 8 for those of you that do not know about it. Um, so Gang 8 is pretty much a, a new bipartisan gang um, of senators who are unveiling um, immigration as and reintroducing it into um, the public to talk about it. So it's comprised of four Republicans and four Democrats um, that uh, came together um, in order to talk more about um, where they stand in the issues of, of immigration. And um, it, uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of response from the community in which they uh, they are pro um, um, about uh, pro immigration views that we have here um, in the U.S. and uh, pretty much calling for federal action um, to create more uh, sensible and comprehensive um, immigration frameworks here in the U.S. Um, so uh, that is just a little bit more um, about what Gang Eight is. So. Uh, they're just basically a group of, of these different senators, um, some representing the Republican side, such as Senator Marco Rubio, Jeff Flake from Arizona, John McCallan and Lindsey Graham, and then the Democratic side, Senator Dick Durbin, Senator Robert Menendez, Senator Chuck Schumer, and Senator Michael Bennett. So uh, basically that's what it is, uh, just this group of senators who are 
reintroducing um, issues of immigration. So uh, just to give, I don't want to go too far into uh, the politics of it all because I do want to highlight um, the activist and advocacy work that is um, going around, um, especially in the city of Long Beach. So um, we attended a immigration reform rally um, over in Long Beach. And um, I will play a little bit of um, a footage that we got um, for you. And um, this was uh, just recently, actually, um, that we had this rally in Long Beach, um, shortly before the press release. So uh, I'll go ahead and play this um, for you, and you can go ahead and listen to it. And um, what I would like for all of those listening, um, for those who haven't actually been to um, a protest or um, a rally, because um, I know a lot of... Uh, students that I talk to sometimes haven't actually been to a protest or a rally yet uh, seem to find reason to complain about it all the time. Um, and some are good, some are bad, you know, but just go ahead and listen to this. And um, just using this as an example, we'll go ahead and highlight some of the strengths of this, of this protest um, and some of the strengths of what the speakers were saying and how they're getting their message across. So uh, go ahead and take a listen to this. I am with you to share my love with every single one of you, irrespective of race, class, nationality, legal status, sexual orientation, or creed. Can I get a little? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I am your brother, and together, all of us here today contain the power to make a fantastic statement of love. So let's share that love here in beautiful Long Beach, California today. Let's share that love, come on. I want to remind everyone that this is a peaceful gathering. We are not here to endanger ourselves or anyone else. So express yourself. But keep in mind that you are a part of a collective, and your decisions impact not only yourself, but all in this collective. Before we move forward, I will recite the words of Cesar E. Chavez. We cannot seek achievement for ourselves and forget about progress and prosperity for our community. Our ambitions must be broad enough to include the aspirations and needs of others for their sakes and for our own. ¿Se puede? Sí, se puede. Sí, se puede. Sí, se puede. How's everybody doing? My name is Alex Montances. I'm with the Filipino Migrant Center. We're an organization that educates, organizes, and mobilizes Filipinos here in Long Beach and in Southern California to protect their rights and welfare. So we come here today 
marching, chanting, and standing shoulder to shoulder with all of you. Not only because we want to, but because we have to. We have to! Because 11 million undocumented immigrants and families, including our neighbors, our friends, our co-workers, have waited too long for justice and equality. We waited too long for humane immigration reform. 11 million of us. That's too many. Here in America, there are over 4 million Filipinos. And one out of every four, that's over 1 million, are probably undocumented. That's over 1 million Filipinos who, just like all the other undocumented folks here, may be alone, afraid, and taken advantage of. And many of them came here to the United States looking for better opportunities for work, for life, for their families, to take care of their children, to send money back home, and to have a chance at this American dream. But many, many of these undocumented immigrants and families become victims of racial discrimination, unsafe and inhumane working conditions, low pay with few benefits, and sometimes even violence, abuse, and especially now for many Filipino workers, human trafficking. And now that the Obama administration and Congress and a lot of folks here in the government today are going to be passing these new comprehensive immigration reform laws, we want to make sure that these laws aren't just for those people in power. They're not just for the 1%, the rich, the corporations. We want to make sure that these comprehensive immigration laws are for the people, our people. And so the Filipino Migrant Center stands with all of you today. We want to reunite and keep our families together. We want an end to these unjust detentions and deportations of undocumented immigrants. We want to reunite families, reduce those visa backlogs. For Filipinos, sometimes these visa uh, petition waits take up to 20 years. Is that right? No. no! How long do we have to wait to be reunited with our families? We want fairness. We want equality due process in immigration enforcement and our court hearings. We need to stop secure communities and all of these other unjust laws that criminalize immigrants. But above all, we want fairness and a chance for the immigrants, the working people here today who make up America, to have a chance to become citizens, to become people here in America with equality and fairness for all. Is that right? And we also want the protection and labor protection and immigrants protection for all immigrants, for all workers, despite what their status is. And we also want for our immigrants here today to be integrated into our society, to be respected, to be treated with dignity. Is that right? You know, 10 years ago, I probably wouldn't have thought much about immigration reform or about immigrants or our families, even though my family comes from immigrants. But a couple of years ago, my cousin was deported, and he left his wife and his newborn baby here because he was forced to go back to the Philippines because of immigration. And it really hit me. It really struck me that people, even in my own family, are affected by this. And I knew that this was wrong, and I knew that if this is truly is a country for everybody, then it needs to be fair and it needs to be just for all people, despite their documentation. 
So we're going to be here. We're going to stand with you. Immigrants' rights are human rights. Yeah. Community Center here in Long Beach. And I'd like to thank the Long Beach Immigrant Rights Coalition. Thank you to Miguel, especially for holding the megaphone. To Laura, to everyone. We stand here with you today as an organization that has endorsed LBRC's core immigration reform principles. We stand here as an organization representing not only the LGBTQ community, but our immigrant allies. We are a community of immigrants and allies. As an ally to immigrants, I want you to know that the center stands with you. The center supports comprehensive, compassionate immigration reform, not just for LGBTQ people, but for everyone. We stand with workers, we stand with immigrants, we stand with everyone here today, and we will do everything we can to support our community here in Long Beach and our community here in California. Thank you. you're here, each and every one of you. This is the realization of a dream, which was to bring Long Beach and Greater Long Beach area together and make it truly the international city by bringing, by bringing comprehensive immigration reform to our nation, but not only to our nation, but to our city. Our city and the surrounding cities need this reform. And not just any reform, it needs the kind of reform we're talking about. Okay, so that was some footage that we have from uh, the rally that occurred in Long Beach in regards to uh, the different uh, groups in this uh, Immigrant Reform Coalition's um, address regarding the, um, regarding the issue of, of um, Gang AIDS Immigration Bill. So, um, we'll just go over a few um, final pointers. Uh, we have about seven... Is that right? Yeah, seven minutes left of the show. Um, but just to give a little bit more information, um, for those of you who are still um, wondering what exactly the Gang 8 bill is, uh, we'll just uh, highlight um, a little bit of what it entails. So uh, the legislation contains uh, tougher border immigration enforcement measures um, based on six security uh, triggers that must be achieved before um, the, new, the newly legalized um, um, immigrants coming into the U.S. or um, the undocumented are allowed to, p to apply for green cards. So um, some of these triggers include a stricter border security plan. Um, it includes a stricter uh, border fence plans. And it also um, includes uh, different funding um, initiatives and um, plans that would occur within um, six months if the bill is enacted. Um, or in regards to the bill. And then um, it also includes um, higher commission being given to those who are actually um, in charge of impl implementing these security plans, um, employment verification, and uh, basically an exit system to stop visa overstays. So um, visa exit system must be implemented in at all international airports and seaports within 10 years of the bill's enactment. So uh, that just gives you some of the uh, information uh, that's um, out there. You can find it online, but just some information about um, what Gang 8 is trying to do 
Um, and there are a lot of implications with that, including uh, that there are no actual triggers of border enforcement or um, border security, and that uh, a lot of this would actually prevent a lot of uh, immigrants and a lot of undocumented workers here from um, getting employment and being able to uh, stay here, um, for example, with their children or with their families. So um, that is some of the uh, points that the activists were making or the protesters were making in the clip that I played for you. So um, again, I'll post up this information um, on the air. Uh, I mean, not on the air, on the web at activismforamateurs.kuci.org, and you can find out more there. Um, so before we end the show, uh, I just want to, I just wanted to send out a quick announcement about a conference that they are hosting here in SoCal, and the purpose of this conference is to educate. Uh, students and community members um, on more efficient and uh, more educational ways to be um, an activist. So it's called uh, the Summer Activist Training, and it will be um, hosted in Los Angeles. So uh, basically they have applications online um, that are due, and um, this program uh, will bring together like-minded activists to help create a community of young activists and organizers of whom can work in various community-based organizations as well as fostering community growth through a, curric a curriculum of uh, uh, different things such as leadership, organization, etc. So... Um, just a little bit more, uh, Summer Activist Training, also known as SATS or SAT, um, it's annual and um, uh, it says here that it's meant for young Asian Pacific Islander Americans, but it's actually open to the general, um, whoever um, is a student and you do want to uh, learn more about activism, you can do this. So um, it's a four-day, three-night program. Um, you'll have the opportunity to network. Uh, sponsor organizations will be seeking um, help from these young organizers. And basically, it's for those who just want to learn how you could promote a sense of social change in your community. So um, if you want to look that up, again, that's Summer Activist Training, and you could definitely find that online, and I'll post a link to more information on that on our site. So that's all we have for today, folks. Um, again, keep um, educating um, yourselves, if possible, on any issues that you find are highlighted in the media or even issues that you just hear about. Um, it's really good to just get more information from both sides. And um, with that, uh, stay tuned. We have Convos at the Counter coming to you at 4.30 p.m. And uh, thanks a lot for listening to Activism for Amateurs, only here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Peace, everyone. <laughs>